Hello, welcome to Out in the Sticks. I'm your host, Shannon. With me, as always, is my storyteller from the same feller, Christina. Hey, everybody. What's going on? We're back again. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yes. We're back, guys. For good this time. <laughs> We're back for good. You're not getting rid of us ever. And thank you for Until hanging in there. Until next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> when we take our Christmas break. Well, but, but, but after, that's a planned break. Yeah, but after that. This was not really planned. No, this was not a planned break, but, you know, shit happens. What you're going to do? It does. But I appreciate you hanging in there. Yeah, thanks, everybody. And listening and sticking it out. and We're going we're gonna to get back to normal. Sticking it out. Well, I'm not going to be normal. Well, but. we're never going to be normal. <laughs> that, but, that's, but the show will get back know, to y'all normal. Y'all know what we be saying. Y'all know the what we mean. The show will be back to normal, yeah. I guess, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. So, um... Not much has been going on it's professionally. No, <laughs> as far as the show goes, but no, I, I, I've just my boobs have um start. I, this is something that's new. <laughs> I will tell you, her boobs are apparently interfering my boobs with the microphone. Have been interfering with our microphones. She apparently got a boob job with pure Who titanium. Knew? <laughs> Who knew? I didn't know. Do you have a underwire in your bra i do so that's maybe that's what it is and they're really really big so it's a lot of wire <laughs> <laughs> i have ginormous boobies so it takes a lot of wire to hold these that's these girls probably up. what it is then these girls need a lot of support <laughs> because it's really interfering with <laughs> our microphones <laughs> <laughs> it did that throughout the whole episode of One Crime at a Time, and I'm sitting there, would you back up from the yeah. microphone? <laughs> I need, I want to be heard. <laughs> but yeah, if you don't, if you haven't listened to One Crime at a Time, that's our true crime podcast that we do. So go check that out if you're into true it's crime. It's funny. It's true crime comedy, so don't be offended and don't be yeah. all uptight. <laughs> Once you listen to it a couple of times, you kind of get it. You kind of get it. But, I mean, you don't have to give us a good review on any, either one of these. Just don't be mean about it. Okay? Be nice about it. I don't you care. don't have to like us. Just be nice about I it. I don't care if you're nice or not. I do. I don't. Anyway. Okay. I don't. I don't care. But Did we have any new reviews? I didn't look. I'll look next time. <laughs> I am so sorry. I didn't look. My bad. If and you I don't, don't back up. I can't help. I don't know what is going on. It hasn't been. It's the, I mean, I'm just the same kind of bra I always wear. I don't know. There's something different over there. I don't know. You I'm, didn't go get another piercing, did you? I actually did get a new earring put in the one that was giving me trouble. But I don't think that that would have anything. <laughs> I'm picking up signals from aliens. <laughs> She's got enough hardware in her head. She could go fishing without a tackle box. <laughs> I do need to say before we begin that today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skin care, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, the Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skin care needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. 
That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. Skinstore, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. And as our disclaimer, we need to also remind everybody, the skin store is not where you go to purchase new skin. No, you can't get new skin. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. But, hey, they have great stuff. You know, I was... <laughs> you know, you talk about the skin store. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, new skin. But but, no. but they have great products. They do have great They can make your skin look brand new. It, it, so I guess in a way you can get yeah, new skin. Yeah, you can get new skin. But just not, you can't like Just know buy. that you're not going to buy... New Total skin. new skin. Yeah, okay. it's, it's going to be a work in progress <laughs> for for me. I don't know about other people. Definitely for me. So this week we're going to go way up north to Alaska. Way up north. North to Alaska. <laughs> way up north. <laughs> Nobody under 70 knows what we're talking about. So if you're under 70, you have no clue. But go I'm ahead. sure some do. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to talk about the Kennecott Mines, the town of McCarthy, and McCarthy Road in eastern Alaska. Okay. So, for centuries, the Athabascan natives of Alaska hunted in the area that is now known as McCarthy. Chief Nikolai and his tribe used this area as a summer camp at Dan Creek where they would collect copper nuggets. Okay. Now, their permanent camp was down by the Copper River in Chitna. But they were Chitna, Alaska. Chitna. Yes. Okay. So they would like travel. They were like nomads. Okay. So they would travel in the summer to their summer camp, but would live permanently in their little village near Chitna on the Copper River. Okay. Kind of like um, people, the old people from north going to Florida for the winter. Pretty much. <laughs> now, late in the 1800s, two explorers discovered copper oil between the Kennecott Glacier and McCarthy Creek. Now, in 1900, after the ore was discovered, the Kennecott Mine, the Kennecott Mining Company, and the company town of Kennecott were created. <laughs> there was a lot going on there. It was. So, the Kennecott was named after an explorer by Ralph Kennecott. I believe his first name was Ralph. Ralph? Ralph Kennecott. That's what it was named oh, after. Oh, I thought his name would be Ken. No. Okay. His last name was Kennecott. Kennecott? Yes. What did he catch? I don't know. Okay. It didn't say. Now, because Kennecott was a company town, alcoholic beverages and prostitution was not allowed. <laughs> well, that company's no so, fun. So, in comes the town of McCarthy. A little piece up the road, I would imagine. So, McCarthy was established not far from <laughs> Kennecott. <laughs> And McCarthy quickly grew as an area to provide illicit services that were not available in the company town. I'm sure town. it did. Then it quickly took, grew into a major town with a gymnasium, a Ooh. hospital, a school, a bar, and a brothel. Okay. Just one? Just one. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Now, the ore from the Kennecott mine was mined from deep inside the Wrangell Mountains. It was then carried across a three-mile aerial tramway before it was conveyed 4,000 feet down the frozen mountainside. A three-mile, say that again, a three-mile what? Aerial tramway. An aerial tram, what year was this? In the early 1900s. Uh, Three miles. Yes. Okay. So it was carried across the three-mile aerial tramway. 
Then it was conveyed 4,000 feet down the frozen mountainside to the town of Kennecott. Okay, so this was a bitch to get to and get out of there, is what you're saying. So from there, the ore met up with the Copper River and Northwestern Railway. (laughs) What did it do there? It just went to Washington State, actually, to be mined into copper. Okay. To be refined. Refined into copper. Now, the Copper River and Northwestern Railway was built between 1907 and 1911. It was built by the Kennecott Copper Corporation, which was funded by the J.P. Morgan Company. Ah, say uh, that J.P. Morgan. I can't. I the tried Kennecott early. Copper Company. <laughs> the Kennecott Copper Corporation. The Kennecott Copper Corporation. Kennecott Copper Corporation. Kennecott but, Copper Corporation. <laughs> once you do it a couple of times. Kennecott Copper Corporation. So, yes, J.P. Morgan had a hand even in the mining of copper ore in Alaska. Everything, Now, the Copper River and the Northwestern Railway was a 200-mile stretch of track that went from (laughs) Kennecott Glacier south to Cordova on Prince William Sound, which is in southeast Alaska. It passed over the Chitna Bridge as well as 128 other bridges. (laughs) (laughs) The tracks also spanned a massive glacier, side note, on which they had to continuously move the tracks as the glacier shifted and settled. Well, this sounds like just a A bunch of pain in the ass. This sounds like a big pain in the ass. Now, it bridged yawning cannons. Hold on. What? (laughs) I don't know what I was saying there. Now, it bridged yawning canyons, big canyons, you know, wide canyons. Oh, I thought it was like canyons named the Yawning Canyon. Why didn't you say big canyons? Because it sounds You just got to sound fancy. It does. I do. And it also clung tenaciously to rock walls above the swirling Copper River. Tenaciously? Big words. (laughs) Damn. Now, during construction of the railroad, thousands of workers were required to dig through snow and avalanche, while others went to work (laughs) blasting away ahead through miles of rock, which caused the avalanche. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, if they'd stop that blasting, that might help the guys trying to fight the avalanche. (laughs) Wait till we get through with this, dude, then blast. Is it avalanches or avalanche? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Avalanche. I'll have to look that up. Okay. Now, because of these dangers, many were reported to have died during the railroad construction. Well, you know, the avalanche, avalanche I will do that to you. It will. And falling off rock and blasting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the railroad construction created thousands of jobs, and it cost the Kennecott Corporation $20 million to build at the time, which would equal to over $458 million today. I would have thought it would be a lot more than that, actually. I did, too, actually. I would have thought it would have been way more than <laughs> yeah, that actually, because of the way they had to right. build it. Now, this investment eventually produced some 4 million tons of copper ore. Was it worth it? How much was that worth? The construction of the railroad, I'll tell you a little later. Okay. The construction of the railroad was completed in 1911 when it reached McCarthy, thus creating a 30-year boom in the town. Over its 30-year operation, $200 million in ore was extracted from the mine, making it the richest concentration of copper ore in the world. But that was $200 million then. Not, in, not, in, yeah, okay. in the early so 1900s. They, they invested so would, $20 million and got $200 million out. Right. Okay, I got you. Okay, so I guess it was a good idea. I guess so. I guess it paid off. <laughs> I guess that's why they're J.P. Morgan and I'm not. <laughs> and they had their hand. They had yeah. money anyway. 
1938, the copper deposits were mostly gone, and the town was mostly abandoned. Now, the railroad discontinued service, and the last train left Kennecott on November 10th of 1938. And then the railroad was abandoned. This would lead the towns to be almost ghost towns. Practically overnight, the once bustling communities surrounding Kennecott Mines turned turned into practically ghost towns, and McCarthy almost died out but was able to hang on thanks to a hard few who continued to work other mines in the area. Now, <laughs> since 1953, McCarthy has always had at least one family living in the area. Oh. And I actually know of a family because they're on a TV show on the Discovery Channel, oh, National Geographic, that care. live there. Now, the population of McCarthy and Kennecott fell to almost zero until the 1970s. This is when the area began to draw young people from the many who came to Alaska in the 70s for adventures and the big money of the Trans-Alaskan Pipeline Project. Mm. The old mine buildings, artifacts, and colorful history <laughs> attract visitors colorful. during the sum summer months. Now, in the 1980s, after the area was designated the Wrangell-St. Elias National Park and Preserve, which was established in 1980. It began to draw tourists to the National Park, and the people who lived there began to provide a variety of tourist services. So they were trying to build back up. Gotcha. <clears throat> Kennecott also flourished again as a tourist attraction. Now, the park draws people along the McCarthy Road, which took over the old railroad grade from Chitna East into the mountains. So they removed the railroad and put in like a road mm -hmm. road. Okay. Now McCarthy Road follows <clears throat> the rail bed of the now defunct railroad and utilizes the. This is I'm going to get this wrong and I'm sorry. It utilizes the Cuscolana Bridge. I think you got that right. Which was built in 1910. Now this bridge is spans 230 feet high above the Cuscolana River at mile 17 on the rail bed. Okay, I know exactly where that is. I you know do. I know we're talking about. You do. Some people do. <laughs> now it is the former rail bed, which is now covered with gravel, and it is often a very rough road with many washboards and sharp turns. Now washboards is kind of like dugouts, where like it rains and people yeah. keep going over it. Yeah, they need to um, scrape that with the tractor. Yeah, they do, and put some more gravel mm -hmm. down. Now, sometimes even remnants of rail ties and spikes come to the surface, making for dangerous travel. <laughs> so they didn't, take up, they didn't take everything up. They just kind of covered they it with gravel. They took the metal up, and of course, in the 40s, it was sent out for scrap metal because of the war. Right. But they left the ties and the spikes. McCarthy Road is 60 miles long and starts at the end of Edgerton Highway in Chitna, and goes up to the Kennecott River, which means that McCarthy Road does not actually lead all the way to Kennecott and McCarthy. To get there, you must cross a footbridge over the Kennecott River. So you've got to drive to this footbridge. And then cross, yeah. And then and walk over the footbridge to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> okay. Now, this footbridge was not built until 1990. <laughs> so the people that lived there... Once the railway was taken up, very carefully. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vines? <I mean. laughs> 
I guess they swung <laughs> they like swung zip lines, lines. I guess. I don't know. Now McCarthy Road is one of two roads leading to Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve. Now it is not actually part of the park, but it does give the best access to the abandoned, abandoned copper mines at Kennecott. Okay. Even though you have to go across the footbridge. Okay. Now, because of the many years the area has seen and because of the many deaths while building the railroad and deaths in and around Kennecott and McCarthy, the area, and especially McCarthy Road, has been reported to be haunted. Now, it is also rumored that the railroad and the towns were built on old burial grounds. And I'm thinking that the reason people say this may be because of the Athabascan tribe that used the area, you know, long ago. I'm guessing that's why Maybe. people would think that. I, I don't know that it is. I, I don't know that, that it is. I would bet that probably most of the land in anywhere, our country anywhere has got somebody has buried got somebody. on it. Whether it be a Native American, a I colonial, mean, a I pilgrim, mean. somebody's buried there that you didn't know of. I mean, think about all the people that were buried in graves with just sticks stuck in on like when I, people I were mean, going I'm, out west I'm i mean think say, about yeah, that. I bet that there's that more land than not has somebody yeah and you'll and you never and you'll never yeah, know it so anyway now in 1983 there were also six murders that occurred in the town of mccarthy now i looked this murder Ooh. up and i could not find the guy's name that done the murdering but he killed six people because he was protesting against the trans-alaskan pipeline Okay. So he just went around and killed six people and injured two others in and McCarthy. I, and, and I'm sure that was, what was his plan there. I guess. That was going to make them stop building I the pipeline so. because... He went crazy and killed people. But now he was sentenced to 645 years in prison. He'll be out in 10. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably already out because that was in 1983. Oh, yeah. He's out. He's been out. He's been out. <laughs> Now, Proceed. Wi- <laughs> now, widespread and persistent stories of hauntings along the old tracks have been reported, especially near Chitna. Now, getting out to the old abandoned track isn't easy, as it is in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. Yeah, and there's a footbridge. <laughs> it is desolate and very creepy. <laughs> Anywhere that has directions, <laughs> then take the footbridge. <laughs> no, I think I'm just going to steer clear. Now, some of the reports are phantom visions, disembodied voices, and wails of long-dead miners. Now, over the years, travelers on the road and visitors to the present-day Kennecott historical landmarks have claimed that they have seen tombstones just off the road where it parallels the old railroad. But, when they are heading back out, they have constantly reported that the gravestones have vanished. (laughs) What? I'm thinking ghost gravestones. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe there may be a graveyard out there. <laughs> and what I'm thinking is, is when they're on their way back out, they're not looking in the right place. <laughs> I don't know. Or it may look different when you're going the other way yeah, than it does when you're yeah. coming one way. I would have to go out there and see that for myself. I mean, I don't know. I could see where you could miss some gravestones going a different way than what you went going when you saw them the first time. Now, in the late 1990s, the state began developing a government housing tract out along the trail that once marked the old railroad. 
Now, during construction of the development, however, workers so regularly regularly reported phantom visions and hearing disembodied voices. These disembodied voices. Now, these voices were of both children and adults, and it was along the old railroad. Is this in any type of mountainous region, of course? Mm-hmm, it's yeah, in Alaska. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. So, this all got so bad that keeping work up became impossible. <laughs> These voices in my head, I can't stop the voices. Even, now, even though this seems creepy, things got even worse. How's that? The construction workers then started seeing the tombstones that disappear and also started hearing the wails of long-dead miners. How do they know they were the wails of dead miners? I don't I'm know. a dead miner. Maybe it was actually somebody down there just fucking with them. Help! I'm in the mine. I'm a miner. I'm a miner. There's like this 110-year-old miner that got left down there. Help me. I'm, I'll be long dead. <laughs> but what was Stupid. even worse was that the workers started losing their tools right out of their toolboxes and even out of their tool belts while they were working. <laughs> so something was taking their tools, according to them. They know they were selling that shit at the pawn shop. Well, what I'm thinking is, I mean, you're out. I don't really know what the area. I mean, I've seen pictures, but you know with pictures you can't really tell. How thick brush is and how thick, you know, what things really look know. like. I just don't think a... Why would a ghost go steal something out of somebody's tool belt? What are they doing I with I guess them? they're playing trick. Maybe they're going to build the mines back then. <laughs> they're going to use them to go down there and get that miner out of the mine. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> I don't need nothing else. Oh, I need this. <laughs> I need this and I need this. Now, it was enough to frighten off even the boldest and bravest public They always public say, servant. okay. And because nobody wanted to work on the development, the housing project was canceled. <laughs> y'all just ain't going to live here. Sorry, people. Y'all ain't going to have a house. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to put you out in the middle of nowhere so we ain't got to deal with you, but y'all ain't going to have a house. I mean, let's face basically, it. That's what, yes, that's what they were doing. Basically. Now, the old railroad that once serviced the Kennecott Copper Mines and the in the Valdez and Chitna Mining Districts is said to be so haunted and so spooky that to this day, 73 years after the final load was hauled, phantoms plague the repeated attempts by locals and even state officials to redevelop the area. Now, few other places are believed to have as many spirits discouraging resettlement as the abandoned ghost. We don't want you here! Railways of the Kennecott <laughs> Copper Mines. Go away! We don't want you! That, this is when that term, get out, really get comes out. into play. <laughs> get on out of here! So, I mean, it wasn't a long one this week, but I kind of want it. There's not a lot in Alaska that I can find. <laughs> It's not a lot in Alaska. I would think Alaska would be full of shit. Well, it it's is. full of murders. It's full of a lot of stuff, but it's not stuff that I would want to talk about. Talk about. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But I found this interesting because, I mean, it tells a pretty good bit of the history of why a lot of people went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And if you want to That's see McCarthy on TV, you can go to Life Below Zero Next Generation on National Geographic, and there's a family that lives there on that show. Oh, okay. I think I, I mean, I'm sure I have, I watched that show because my girlfriend likes all those shows. I love that show. I just, show. I don't, I, I can't, I, it's Life hard for me to keep them 
straight because they're all pretty much the same. Actually, these this one life well, these two are the same because one of them's kind of a spinoff from the regular Life Below Zero. But these ones actually different than the rest of them. These ones, this one. <laughs> but I love Mountain Men too. Yeah, we watched that. I love Mountain Men. Mountain Man, Mountain Man. Eustace is Eustace. my hero. <laughs> he is my hero. Him and Tom. I think Tom died. I, though. Tom did die the other day. He did. I did. I did. My girlfriend informed me that Tom had died. Do you know Prince Philip died the other day? Yes, I did know that. I cried. When I found out Prince you Philip died. cried? I loved Prince Philip. Wow. Because Prince Philip was, I just loved Prince okay. Philip. Did you watch The Crown? You did watch The Crown. I did. Yeah, I loved he Prince was pretty Phillip. cool in there. I don't know how accurate that is, but he was pretty cool. I think it. he, I mean, just watching him all these years, I think he was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I liked Philip. He was cool. He was old. Well, he was 99, <laughs> but he wasn't always old. I'm just saying. I can still see them like the age they were like back in the 80s when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. That's the Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip that I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. Well, there's that. All right, guys. <laughs> Do with it what you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Please send us your stories at outinthestickspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on our email. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at O-I-T-S underscore podcast. That's for Out in the Sticks. I think they figured that out. In case you didn't that figure out. that out. But you're all very intelligent. Yes. So I'm sure you You did. know how I know you're intelligent? Because you're be listening, listening to my this. podcast. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right, guys. Um, is there anything else you have? I really don't. We'll be, I promise we're going to we'll be, be back, back next every week. week. All right, guys. Until next week, remember, the creepiest things happen out in the sticks. Yes, they do. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.